you from that thing that's been trying to choke the life out of you and I'm going to posture you where you can take in air again. Somebody just breathe. Somebody just and let the devil know I came to tell you new birth that if you will heed I'm coming in just a moment if you will heed the voice of the Lord in the coming days it only takes three days Jesus is our perfect example it only takes three days from you to go from death to life and I know you said I've been waiting 362 days I'm sick of praying I'm sick of crying I'm sick of fasting I'm sick of waiting on God but God If you're sitting in this room and you need God to bring you from death back to life, I dare you to get on your feet and scream like you want to catch your breath. Somebody scream like you need your breath back. The devil been trying to choke the life out of me, but I want my breath back. God said to tell you, if you will heed my voice, if you will indiscriminately obey me over the course of the next three days, God, I need somebody to prophesy in here. Somebody just turn around real quick. I came to prophesy that in the next three days, somebody's about to get a... Y'all slow. Somebody turn around and prophesy out of your situation and tell your situation. Turn around. Oh my God. If you will indiscriminately obey God, I feel turnaround coming for you. I didn't come to hype you. I'm on divine assignment. I was off this week. I wasn't even preaching today. I was going to my church to chill. And the apostle called me and said, there's a word in your mouth for new birth. I said, if you say so, then there it is. I came to prophesy to somebody that before you get out of watch night service, God's going to turn it around. Y'all, oh my God, but somebody holler, God's about to trick my enemy, but it's going to require my cooperation. Oh God, see, I'm coming for you now. Tell your neighbor, God's about to trick my enemy, but it's going to require my cooperation. Y'all not talking, you still looking at me. Look at your neighbor, say, God's about to trick my enemy, but it's going to require my cooperation. please sit down I got a ways to go I'm talking to some people now I'm coming in just a moment I'm talking to some people now who say this year was a messy year uh, this year things got bad Kendall and, and now you're sitting here in church got your Christmas clothes on struggling to catch your breath uh, but God told me to tell you I'm getting ready to bust the move for you I'm getting ready uh, he said, I'm getting ready to take you back. To, I'm getting ready.
need to take you out of the second chapter of the first book in the New Testament. He said, I'm going to take you back real quick to the second chapter of the first book of the Old Testament. Where the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 verse number 7 that God breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life. I don't know who I'm talking to. Yeah, I do. I'm talking to everybody. God's about to breathe into your nostrils the breath of life. And you're getting ready to become a living soul. Oh, somebody have a show you right. God told me to tell you I'm going to breathe on everything and everybody connected to you so that when you go in the 2015, you don't go into the new year feeling attacked under pressure or like you're being smothered by life. God said I'm about to fix it so you can breathe. Oh God, I think I'm preaching to myself. Oh, tap yourself. Tell yourself God's about to fix it so I can breathe. Uh, he's about to fix it so you can take in air. I'm coming in just a moment. He's going to fix it so you can take in air. He, he's going to fix it so you can expand your chest. He's going to open up your lungs and clear out your airways so you can breathe. Oh, somebody holler, God's about to fix it so I can breathe. Oh, let me drop this on you real quick. I looked at the word breathe. Holy Spirit said, look at the word breathe. I began to look at the word breathe. Check this out, y'all. It means to develop flavor through exposure to air. Uh, I'm going somewhere. Watch this. God's about to fix it so you can breathe. I started now in Matthew chapter 5. I ain't all over the place. It's going to make sense in just one moment. The Bible says that you are the salt of the earth. That you are the light of the world. But Jesus says if the salt has lost its flavor or if the salt has become tasteless, how shall it be made salty again? I submit to you that God has used a Herod, that God has used a situation, that much like Mary and Joseph in the text, that God has used life to make you salty again. Some of y'all misinterpreted that the wrong way. So you went off fussing and cussing when you really should have went off speaking in tongues. Because what God is trying to do is give you your flavor back. Because some of you lost yourself. You lost your taste. You lost your flavor in the midst of your struggle. Oh, look at your neighbor and say, get your life. God's about to help you get yourself together. Because situation and circumstance has been trying to choke the life out of you. But God said to tell you, I'm getting ready to breathe on you. I'm getting ready to expose you to my air so that you can get your flavor. Tell your neighbor I'm about to get my flavor back. Because the truth of the matter is, some of you have become tasteless. Life has reduced you to being cheap and flashy and loud and offensive. Life and circumstance has caused you to become vulgar and crude and tactless and indelicate.
delicate and insensitive. Life has caused you to become coarse and hard. And the worst of all, God said, life has caused you to become common. Oh, look at your neighbor. Say, ain't nothing coming about this. Hey, ain't nothing coming about. No, I want you to say it with some swag. Say it. Say it with some attitude. Say, ain't nothing coming about this. All the hell I done been through. Ain't nothing tasteless about this. God's about to give me my flavor back. And I submit to everybody in this room. I'm coming for you, mama, that God has used Herod to push you into destiny and purpose. That God is using Herod to awaken that sleeping giant in our community to the genocidal behavior and mistreatment of African Americans in this country. God is using Herod to get black folks to wake up and see how the enemy has reduced us to get us to see that it's time to rise up and do something big. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, much like the sons of the prophet in 1 Kings chapter 6, there are many of you in this room who've been saying the place we dwell is too small for us. You become now culturally and spiritually claustrophobic. And you've been saying to yourself, I can't breathe in here. Saying to yourself, I need some more space. Do me a favor, tell your neighbor, it's not that I don't like my house. It's not that I'm ungrateful I have a place to stay. But my house is too small for me. Oh, God. Oh, God, y'all don't like me, but this all I got. Oh, God, who am I talking to? Oh, God, push your neighbor, say it's too small for me. That, that car I rode up in here, and I'm, I thank God for it, but it's too small. need some more space now God said to tell you it's this Herod that you're facing I'm, I'm coming in the text now it's this Herod that you're facing that's made it extremely difficult for you to catch your breath because after all he's after your life just like Mary and Joseph in our text here it took pressure from Herod to get you to do something you probably would have never done had you had other options I say to you this morning, God is about to trick your enemy, but it's going to require your cooperation. Oh, do me a favor, because see, some of y'all want magic. Oh, look at your neighbor say, this ain't no magic show. Tell them God's about to trick your enemy, but it's going to require your Oh, this is a good class. So, okay, Bishop taught me right. I'm Baptist. I'm going to give you three points, and then I'm going to roll. Oh, somebody say, God's about to trick your enemy. But it's going to require your cooperation. Let's say, I got to drop this in this house. I got to drop this in this house. The next thing that God does for you is going to be big. your spirit don't say nothing but the next thing that God does for you is 
say big, 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 big. But Euclid, it's going to require your cooperation. The devil thought he was going to choke the life out of you. But God is about to trick your enemy. But it's going to require your cooperation. The next thing that God does for you is going to be no, y'all got to say that with some weight. The next thing God does for you is going to be big. Ooh, I feel that strong in here. Somebody holler big, big. Say it with some bass in your voice. Say big. It's going to be big. But if it's going to be big, you're going to have to make a move quickly. Okay? Okay, y'all y'all sit down. I'm, I'm, I'm progressive. I'm coming. I'm coming. Because the next thing that God does for you is going to be big. But you're going to have to make a move quickly. Somebody say quickly, quickly. quickly. Say, say it. Look at your neighbor. Say, you're going to have to make a move. You... You're going to have to make a move. Say, y'all, some of y'all still ain't saying nothing. Say it. Say, you're going to have to make a move quickly. All right. Let's look back in the text. All right. Let's look back in the text. Verse number 13. I'm coming in just a moment. Now, when they had gone, talking about the wise men, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Ain't it crazy? God sent a man from the dream center to talk to you. <laughs> uh, he appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, get up. There's an exclamation point there. I ain't just screaming to be screaming. It's in the text. That's how you interpret it. Somebody holler, get up, get up. Get up, get up. Your, your neighbor don't like you, but just look at him and holler, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. This time, just if I was at my church, this is my church. If I'm at my church, Push your neighbor, say, get up, get up. Don't be scared of them, we got security. Push them. Push them, say, get up. Check this out. The angel says, get up and flee. In other words, you gotta make a move, but you gotta do it quickly, quickly. Quickly, okay, be nice to your neighbor. Rub their back real back just like, say quickly, 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 quickly. See, what you've got to understand now, you've got to move with a sense of urgency because Herod wants to destroy you. So you cannot take another three months to pray about what you're going to do. We didn't have enough fast 